0: Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, Now, here's your host, Steve Cypress.
1: Hello, it is Throwback Thursday, October 27th, 2022. Steve Cypress here. And yesterday marked the 36th anniversary of the greatest comeback in World Series history. It was the bottom of the 10th inning of Game 6 of the 1986 World Series. The Mets' first two batters got out. They were down by two runs, two outs, nobody on. One out away from handing the Boston Red Sox their first World Series championship in 68 years since 1918 the red sox and so the last time they'd won it before they won it uh, i think in 2004 but at that point uh the stadium was dead silent i was there i was in the mezzanine as it was known in shea stadium which was the upper deck and i was there with my roommate i was living in boston at the time had recently graduated uh, one year before from boston college law school stayed up in boston and uh, was running my first uh, multi-million dollar business, drove down from Boston with my roommate uh, from Cambridge, Massachusetts, diehard Red Sox fan, and man, he was not even enjoying the fact that his beloved Red Sox are one out away, because he was like, they always blow it, they'll find a way, they'll blow it, and I'm like, you're kidding, right? There are two outs, there's nobody on, they're up by two runs, that's it, can't you be happy for a second, And I'm like, wouldn't you know it, here we are, 200 miles away from Boston on the night where they're about to have the biggest party in the history of the city. We'll scram loose as soon as this game's over and we'll get up there and they'll still be partying into the wee hours of the morning and let's get ready to go and then boop, a little base hit by the Mets and then boop, another base hit by the Mets and then Bop, another base hit by the Mets. Now they're only down by one run. One run scored. New pitcher for the Red Sox. Bob Stanley came in and immediately uncorked a wild pitch. Another run scores for the Mets. The game is tied. What the heck? They switch pitchers again. Bring in Calvin Schiraldi, the ex-Met. And uh, Mookie Wilson comes up for the Mets. Ray Knight on base. And it was like a 10 or 12 pitch at bat. I mean, he just kept fouling him off, fouling off, fouling off, fouling off. And then finally he hits a little dribbler down the first baseline right to Bill Buckner, who is uh, one of the best hitters in baseball and a uh, consummate fielder. was constantly being brought in uh, or, or replaced uh, at the end of, uh, now that I think about it, not a great fielder towards the end of his career. At that point, he was being replaced for a defensive replacement uh, at that point in his career. But I believe later, the uh, Red Sox manager said, yeah, you know, that's what I did all season, but I wanted to leave him out there because we were about to win and he would get to celebrate with his teammates. And if I took him out, he'd miss the on-field celebration. And I'm like, the what? Oh, you mean the on-field not celebration because that ground ball went right through the legs of Bill Buckner. So instead of it being the easy third out, tie game, we go to the 11th inning, anything can happen. Boom. Mookie Wilson makes it to first. Ray Knight comes around to score, and that stadium, I tell you, I thought there was an earthquake. I thought the thing was going to collapse. It was so loud. The stadium was shaking out of control. Just an amazing night. Just an amazing night, so I'm laughing because I remember it was a triumphant ride home for me, and it was fantastic. Uh, not so great for my roommate, Jack. Uh, then the next day, Game 7, uh, final game of the World Series, winner take all, got rained out, so we did not come back down again. We came back again the next day, and uh, the Mets were down. In that Game 7 again, they were losing, I think, 3 nothing after six innings or so, uh, and, uh, and then the Mets scored three runs. I think they scored three more after that. Whatever, like, but everyone, uh, Jack, kind of knew, the whole city, kind of everyone, kind of knew after they blew that game six, the Red Sox did. Like, it was fate, and the Mets were going to win, and they did. So, from the Red, Spot, Red Sox perspective, man, did they blow it? They were one out away. They had two outs, bottom of the tenth, up by two runs, one pitch away from winning their first World Series in like 68 years and wild pitch and error at first base and just craziness uh, caused them to blow it. And then the Mets won again in the next game. And so from the Red, Red Sox perfect perspective, monumental blowing of the world championship from the Mets perspective, which in case you can't tell with my ridiculous Mets Hawaiian shirt and my, uh, Mets hat and all kinds of Mets stuff I got all over the place that I thought I had put away for the winter, but then I saw yesterday it was October 26th, I'm like October 26th, I remember that was the date of the Mookie Wilson tapper down the first baseline through the legs of Bill Buckner and the Mets completed the greatest comeback rally in the history of the World Series, down by two runs with two outs in the bottom of the 10th and nobody on, and they actually won the game. Let's go Mets. That'll do it for throwback Thursday, October 27th, 2022. No great memories being made by the Mets this year. Of course, they won 101 games in the regular season and then immediately lost the first playoff series, and they were out of it. So the World Series, I believe, starts tomorrow night. It will not include the New York Mets As they said with the old Brooklyn Dodgers and then the New York Mets, wait till next year. And for you, you can wait till next time I'll be with you, which is tomorrow, on Social Media Saturday. I will catch you then.
0: Bye-bye.